Welcome to the Sports the Show. I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with Malcolm Marzette. Malcolm out in Arizona with one of the more unlikely football stories in the NFL. Uh, Cardinals playing hard game after game. Uh, might make our power rankings eventually if they keep playing this way. But I don't have them in this week. Don't count on it. We'll see, possibly. But uh, that takes us into today's show. We're going to do our NFL Power Rankings updating our top 10. Uh, We did our 1 through 10 last week. Miami was towards the top for both of us. Uh, I think they're really one of the only teams that makes a pretty precipitous fall in one of our uh, lineups. But... A lot of the same business as usual, some familiar faces at the top that we've been talking about all year, and some teams at the bottom that are slowly kind of gaining some traction on this young season as we enter week five in the NFL. And it's been a fun four weeks leading up to this week. Uh, We will get more into the Thursday night game happening tonight when we release this episode uh we're recording obviously wednesday night but i will preview a little bit of the bears and commanders at the end of the show but with no further uh wait let's get into our power rankings right now malcolm uh we'll go ahead and do 10 through one like last week and why don't you kick us off this week i think i did it Last week, so let's switch up the rotation. Who do you got for us at number 10, Malcolm? I got H-Town, Houston. Um, I think they deserve, even though they're bouncing back from two double-digit losses, but they had two impressive wins. And D'Amico Ryan's got this team back rolling. C.J. Stroud, you know, hasn't thrown an interception yet. So, um this team is really dangerous. They're starting to get dangerous, especially even on that O-line with Laramie Tunsil. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got stars in the backfield. They got stars on the outside. But uh, C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's got this team looking poised. And, um, I mean, the team that they played in Pittsburgh wasn't that much of a, a tough opponent. However, normally this game would have went the other way. So I think with the way that they have bounced back, now two and two, I know it's a bit of a jump, mm-hmm. up, but uh, they look like they're ready to take a hopefully an AFC wild card spot if they keep rolling the way that they're going. So I got them at 10. And definitely in the AFC South, which we've talked about on, I think, mm-hmm. like the last three shows now, you know, this is a division that's a lot more contested and a lot more talented than we thought. Right now, the entire division, Malcolm, is sitting at two and two. I said at the beginning of the year, AFC South, in our pre-pre-show, I said I have my eye on this division. So started off slow, but now they're starting to heat up. Through, you know, four weeks, every team, right, if you had a tiebreaker right now to go to the playoffs, the Colts would win the division. The Texans are second. Jags third. Titans are in last place currently in the situation they have divisionally right now with the Titans being the only team that has not played a divisional game. Colts, Texans, and Jags all splitting their divisional series so far uh, 1-1. 
but they're a really good team. I really like that pick. I'm not quite sold on them yet fully in that really tough division until you see this week where we see those ties. Every one of those teams at two and two is either going to be at three and two, two, two and one or two and yeah. three. It's, it's going to be a tie. And, <laughs> you know, we're going to learn a little bit more about that. So that's why I was a little wary and kept them just on the outside looking in at 10. I've got Seattle. Uh, I think the Seahawks have played really well with the talent that they have. Geno Smith. Geno Smith coming in again. He hasn't written back. <laughs> he mm-hmm. is not written back. And all of these people that continue to talk about Geno Smith's ability and where was this when he was with the Giants, so on and so forth. He is playing an incredible level of football right now. And they would be a division leader in the North or the South, but they happen to be in the West with the 49ers. So they're sitting there at three and one. Uh, Again, giving Detroit their only loss. I think Seattle is an excellent team moving forward. They've really shown themselves to be able to game manage in terms of not over pursuing defensively and not letting off the paddle, uh, letting off the pedal offensively. So I really like Seattle Malcolm, but who do you have at number nine this week? I know I said in uh, our pre-show, I had normally Jacksonville in this, but I'm going to swap it and I'm going to put Indianapolis right there. Cause I recalled back to them watching them in that Baltimore game, even though they didn't have Richardson and they still uh, were able to beat Baltimore. Now they had that overtime loss to the Rams. Yeah. But to me, this is a scrappy team and with Richardson and if they can, for, for the love of God, get the running back on the field, if they could just come to a median, this team can be one of those shocker teams as well. Uh, but for now they have Zach Moss in the backfield. Um, but to me, they go as far as Richardson takes them and, mm-hmm. Honestly, they got to get Michael Pittman Jr. involved a little bit more. But other than that, um, I got Indianapolis. I think they deserve to be number nine. I'm jumping them higher up. But to me, even though they're at two and two, they're a solid team. And I expect them to continue moving forward. No, definitely. I have them on the verge of my top 10 as well. They are a strong team. And if Jonathan Taylor returns, that's going to be incredible Mm. for them as well. But we'll keep our eyes on that situation. At my number nine, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers leading that wonderful NFC South division full of talent and extraordinary teams with an 0-4 Carolina Panthers team dragging up the rear, just <laughs> doing what they do. Uh, but Tampa 3-1, and one, they've taken care of business. Defense has played better than what we thought they would this year. Uh, you know, I don't think that's any short uh, in due part to their coaching. They've been well coached this year. Uh, you know, the Brady era is done. Baker Mayfield has shown himself to be a serviceable quarterback for the Bucks. Rasheed White playing incredibly well. Uh, we'll see how they play. Uh, moving forward in the future. I believe they have a bye week this week, if I'm not mistaken. 
but they uh, have been one of the more surprising teams, honestly, in the NFL this season because I had them kind of faltering with the Kyle Trask, Baker Mayfield quarterback drama at the beginning of the year, but they seem to have a good, solid unit moving forward. Uh, but Malcolm, who do you have at number eight for us? Um, at number eight, at number eight, I got um, Detroit. The Lions. To me, to me, New Era and Motown, they could still move up. But right now I got Detroit. Um, they're going to get Jamison Williams returning back from his suspension. But other than that, uh, the way that this team is playing, I, I foresee them to move further and further up as the season progresses and hopefully uh, win that NFC North division. But I like Mm -hmm. this team on offense, defense, and especially um, coaching wise. So once they start to get these players back from injury, they get the Jamison Williams from suspension and uh, their tight end to me, uh, Laporta. Sam Laporta from Iowa. Yep. And if you know about Iowa tight ends, you should Muth, all of them They're Exactly. Tight end exactly. you up there. But no, he's been an incredible rookie this year. Mm-hmm. Really great tight end. So I got Detroit right there. Yeah. Uh, I, number seven for, or excuse me, number eight for me, I have yeah. the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, uh, Lamar Jackson just playing out of his mind. Hopefully they can get some help in the running game as time moves on. I think they're offensive Weapons at receiver have been playing well this year. Uh, hopefully Odell Beckham will get back in the mix and make some things happen. Uh, Mark Andrews always incredible at tight end there. And their defense has really been stepping up and playing well. But Baltimore, I think, is definitely uh, the dark horse, honestly, in this AFC this year to me to make a Super Bowl run. Uh, they're the team that I think everyone's really overlooking right now. And a lot's in part due to injuries on their uh, offensive and defensive ends. But I think Baltimore with Lamar Jackson's talent can go very far and possibly to a Super Bowl if they get some more help and get some players back healthy. Malcolm, who do you have rolling at number seven? And number seven, I have Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, same uh, sentiments echoed from you. They're kind of sliding a little bit on my on my uh, power rankings board, uh, but to me, they're they're a team that no matter what, really similar to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jim Harbaugh is not going to let uh, this team get under five hundred. Mm-hmm. So regardless of the injuries, as long as Lamar is upright, I believe this team has a chance. It's just unfortunate that they just get week after week, another star gets injured. Uh, yeah. But for now, they have a solid nucleus on the offensive end with uh, with Andrews yep. in particular. I think that's the catalyst between um, Lamar and Andrews. As long as they have those two mm-hmm. together, I think they can definitely make the playoffs and then go towards a run towards the AFC championship. They're definitely that dark horse like you echo. I agreed with everything you say. Yeah. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens, man, they're they're a fun team to watch. But at number uh, seven for me, falling from number one last week, uh, really precipitous fall. uh, Miami, I got the Dolphins. I know that far down. 
I know that it's, Damn. you know, uh, a tough fall, but they just got outplayed, outclassed by an interdivision opponent in Buffalo. I know those games are tough to win, but you can't be riding that high and come out and just, you know, in my words, shit the bed like that. Lay an egg. Against Buffalo uh, in a three and one versus three and one matchup, Buffalo just ripping them to shreds. Uh, Buffalo's had three, or excuse me now, four straight big, big blowout wins. Mm-hmm. Um, no, three. Yeah, they're three and one. Excuse mm-hmm. me. The only one loss that they had was, was the, Jets. the Jets, which was Week surprising. One. But uh, the Jet, uh, the Bills look like a team on a mission. Um, they're going to be playing abroad against the Jaguars on Sunday morning. So that'll be interesting to see if that's a trap game or not. But uh, I think that the Bills are, you know, Miami. great. I think the Dolphins, on the other hand, are going to bounce back against the Giants. Yeah. I, so I think they'll rise up from seven on my list next oh my week. Gosh. But I, with the teams I have from six no, no, to one, Malcolm, it. I just can't really justify it. So I got you. I got you. Number six for you, Malcolm. And number six, I got Dallas. Um, as tough as it is to say, they seem either A, they're getting some more of these easy teams to beat. Uh, we'll see what happens as they get closer and your closer. Favorite you know, meme, Dallas, your favorite meme. Your favorite meme of the year. That's my favorite meme. I need that on a shirt. Uh, Tyrone Biggums, a.k.a. Well, they're Dak playing Prescott. San Francisco this week. It's the game of the week. San Francisco will clearly. dominate them. In we'll San Francisco, to, Sunday we'll night. San Fran because that game is important. Because Sunday that's night. The one for, that's the one for their record. Yeah. For, for winning streak record. All yeah. time franchise. Yeah. So we yeah. know they're going to get blown out. But uh, Dallas for now is for real. Um, we're going to see how that develops. That's all I really want to say about Dallas. They do got great players and CeeDee Lamb is the truth. Um, Dak to me, on the other hand, um, I'm not I'm not big of a fan, especially when the team is uh, coming from down. If you look into their statistics and when they're down two touchdowns, he is a mediocre quarterback at best. And oh, by that's far, really Dak's like. not a. Not, I don't think Dak's going to be a Hall of Famer or anything. <laughs> like, let's let's be honest here. Uh, <laughs> right. So that's always say Dallas. I, I don't like to slide people too far down, but Dallas is right there. Well, at numbers, uh, yeah, yeah. What at, do you got at number six? I got the Lions. Uh, Detroit okay. still playing strong. I think this is a team that has a strong possibility to make a possible NFC championship game this year if the Eagles mm. or 49ers somehow have an injury or slip up. I think they're really the team, not necessarily Dallas in the NFC, that's the team that's lined up to take over if one of those two teams, again, has a slip up or a major injury. You could see Detroit make a run as a you know, not home Wild field card, advantage yeah. based team. Well, division leader, but not right. with the home field compared to the 49ers and the Eagles. But right. I think the Lions have played excellent. I love their defense. Offensively, Amon Ross St. Brown is having mm-hmm. yet another stellar year. 
Uh, Jared Goff's really actually improved as a quarterback, surprisingly enough to me. I like the Lions there at number six. Who do you have at five, Malcolm? At five, I got Miami. I don't really want to knock them off uh, their their pedestal from grace too much. I kind of predicted it a little bit in the last episode that, um, or last week that they peaked on that 70 point win. And I was just only concerned about what would happen um, the following week. Mm-hmm. Um, they ran into Buffalo interdivision teams, know each other. I, I don't look at this loss too bad. I just look at it as, all right, we now have game tape and bulletin board material in order to, uh, come back strong and potentially beat Buffalo when, when the time is right. Yeah. And, you know, again, I had my fault, thoughts on Miami having them a little lower, but again, I think they're going to still bounce back and have a strong week this week. And we'll see what the future holds for them. Uh, at number five, Malcolm, I've got the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, okay. Again, defensively, I think they're one of the top teams in the NFC just behind the uh, 49ers and And possibly Philly. I think they're a little behind Philly this year now. At the beginning of the year, I would have said Dallas over Philly with that defense, how they played coming out of the gate. But uh, big win against the Patriots team that ended up benching Mac Jones. You know, as you said, those easy teams. This week's going to be a big (laughs) rubber test uh, for – Dallas, I think, you know, if they win this week, I'm going to put them guaranteed in my top three of the power oh, rankings. No. I no. promise. No, absolutely if they, not. If they win in San Francisco <laughs> on Sunday night, Malcolm, they're going to be a top three team in the Pat Nasty power rankings. Who do you have at number four, Malcolm? Um, at number four, I got Kansas City. Kansas City starting to heat up. They started to roll similar to Houston. They're starting to roll again. Um, they had an oppressive uh, Monday night game with the New York Jets. Um, they started off in that first quarter is exactly what we thought we would normally see with Kansas City. They started to slide a little bit in the mid- middle of the game, second yep. and third quarter, but they closed it out in typical fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City, we know who they are. They have new faces, but they're same old standards with Mahomes, Kelsey, and then Andy Reid. As long as they got that three, that trifecta. And then also, I'd like to put Pacheco in there. I think Pacheco is severely underrated to his value to this team. 107 yards after contact. Right. Incredible. It's it's, that's similar to um, some of the like some of those New England teams when they when they got free agents or they got players that we didn't know of and that changed the complexion of the game. I, I liken Pacheco similar to when the Patriots got Gronkowski, whereas like the rest of the league got put on notice that this guy is the most important uh, asset to the team. Mm-hmm. So I got Kansas city. They're continuing to roll. Um, I want to see them continue to move forward. And this is nothing new that we have seen with Kansas City. Just a remix, same elements, but a remix of flavors. And I'm going to piggyback off that as I have Kansas City at my number four slot as well. Uh, All the things you said about the Chiefs were correct. I just wonder a little bit about their defense having 
uh, you know, some of these closer games than usual. Mm. I think they need to be able to, uh, you know, give Mahomes a little bit more breathing room in some of these tighter situations where the offense isn't on the field as much, obviously. And that's been kind of what people have, you know, given up to KC giving up so many points in the past few years was, well, their offense is, you know, off the field quite quickly. But uh, we're seeing right now that they're having some issues defensively against some teams that they should be performing a little bit better against. Uh, But I still think KC's going to, you know, be in the Super Bowl as I have them projected. So I think they'll still move on as business as usual. But Malcolm, who do you have at number three? Number three, I got the Mafia, man. Bill's Mafia. There's that that's the team to me that is playing a lot more differently than they did last year. They sputtered at the beginning uh, versus the Jets. And I kind of chalked that up to week one, not really knowing. But once Buffalo gets um I forget the outside linebacker who came Von Miller, from, yeah. Yeah. That's when the Von word Miller's on the back is gonna Miller's be nuts. Coming. It's gonna He's be nuts. Coming. So I like Buffalo, um, especially Josh Allen starting to settle down more, not too much careless errors, especially as far as like throwing his body around. Yeah. Um, to me, this team seems locked in on an AFC championship, but for, uh, especially an AFC East championship. And they got that the big major hurdle of dominating Miami. So they wanted to make sure they got that done. And now they're going to just look to, continue through, get this AFC East championship, and then start to uh, set their eyes on Kansas City. Definitely. I have Buffalo as well as my at my number three. I think we're going to have a switch up in the one and two, but uh, three and four, we're dead on same wavelength here. Uh, Buffalo has been incredible. I think they're the hottest team in the NFL right now. Are they playing the best football out of any team? Not necessarily, in my opinion, but they – since week one have played the best football, I think out of any team, but Josh Allen has really gotten his control down from what he had in his issues in week one. You're seeing them continue to advance further and further, deeper and deeper offensively where they're just dismantling opposing defenses and making them look silly. Uh, And I think Buffalo can go very far this year. Who do you have at number two, Malcolm? At number two, I have uh, the team that was playing that was playing the best football up until last week. And I got the San Francisco 49ers. Mm -hmm. To me, they should have blown out the Arizona Cardinals by 50. They should have absolutely annihilated that team. And for some reason, halfway into the third quarter, there was still an opportunity for Josh Dobbs to drive down the field and make this game competitive. And uh, that was only that was the only thing for me is like, I wonder if San Francisco is necessarily going to be playing down to their opponent's level or mm-hmm. up to it, depending on who they got. But this team is solid everywhere you look. Me dropping them from one to two is just nitpicking a little yeah. bit. But uh, to me, um, we're going to eventually, based on how they play this week versus Dallas Cowboys, if they blow them out by 50, they're back at number one. And if Dallas wins... Mm-hmm. then uh, I probably will still put them same at number two just because it would be their only loss. But this team is undefeated. Um, I like them coming out of the NFC West, and I got them in the NFC Championship game. 
Nice. Yeah. Uh, I've got the Eagles at number two. Um, I just can't put them quite ahead of the 49ers. I think the 49ers have had uh, every one of their wins be pretty convincing. Two plus touchdown wins. Um, I know the Eagles week one. That's probably, again, an anomaly with the close game they had with the Patriots. But I'm just not willing yet to put them right above the 49ers, who I think are the best team in the NFC. But Malcolm, that leaves us with the Eagles for you. Why do you have the Eagles at one? Uh, I think the Eagles at one. It, I, I started to think more and more about maybe it's the uh, Philly fatigue, as we called it, from Philadelphia. But to me, it's more so the rest of the league slowly but surely figuring them out and playing them tougher because they won the NFC last year. So mm-hmm. every game that they get, even from Washington last week, Washington was playing like it was the Super Bowl. They left everything they had out there on the field, and yet they still came up short. And so I thought to myself, I said, all right, this is the only thing. Jalen Hurts, all he does is win. You can detract him on maybe he doesn't have the deep arm or maybe he's not putting up the stats or this or that. Mm-hmm. But to me, um, I don't see any deficiency in this in this team at all. I don't see any way for you to beat them, especially with mm-hmm. who they have on defense. They pretty much got all Georgia Bulldogs on defense. Yeah. <laughs> so I like this team from top to bottom. And in order for me to dethrone them, somebody has to either A, beat them, and and that's the only way that I'm I'm going to pull them out of this top spot. And I and I like San Fran a lot. Now, however, um, I got Philly at the number one spot. They deserve to be there until they lose. I'm going to keep them there. Well, I got the 49ers at one in mind. Uh, I think a lot of those same uh, compliments you're giving to the Eagles there for why they're number one. I would have for why the 49ers are number one. Their defense is something that's. Uh, just incredible to watch one of the best defenses we've seen in the last decade. Um, And then you have Brock Purdy, who's really stepped into his own becoming the quarterback. I don't think anyone thought he would be making a lot of really big game uh, plays. And this offense with Debo Samuel, with Brandon Ayuk, uh, they're going to continue to do really well. I think Uh, throwing the ball, running the ball, and you know, McCaffrey. it was Christian McCaffrey. The, I mean, the, the hope, the golden child. Bro. I think he's one of the big pieces and reasons they're a little bit better to me than the Eagles and George Kittle as well. Uh, mm-hmm. playing as incredible as he does, I think they have, uh, you know, a top three to five player at each one of their skill positions outside of quarterback with Purdy. And he might be hey, top his, 10. He's, he's, he's top there. five as far as uh, completion percentage and so, yards per attempt, too. So if so, you look in the deep stats, he's sneakily up there, not in touchdowns or passing yards. I think this team but if has, you should see, he's top five. This is a team with multiple Hall of Famers on it. They're crazy fun to watch, and I can't wait mm-hmm. for the Cowboys 49ers game Sunday night. But – That takes us through our one through 10 power rankings for week five, Malcolm. Now we're going to get into a little bit deeper of a subject with the sleeper fantasy football players or just fantasy football players to watch if they have a sneaky good matchup. 
Uh, I'll go ahead and start with my three. Number one, I have Brock Purdy for San Francisco matching up against the Cowboys team whose secondary is a little weakened at the moment. Look for Brock Purdy with a fully healthy uh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel with Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle to light up the fantasy stats this week against a Cowboys team that has not been great against the pass or the run this year. Uh, they've had a lot of great <laughs> takeaways, but Purdy's a quarterback that does not take give a lot of takeaways. So I don't think the Cowboys are going to be as successful against the 49ers this week. And number two, I've got Tyler Algier. Um, Falcons second running back behind Bijan Robinson, but Robinson being used more in the passing game, short passes where he's really making big plays happen. A lot of his yards happen after the catch, obviously. Uh, you're seeing them split carries basically in most games but this week against the Texans team that's not great against the run he could have a volume carry day and lead you at a flex position I wouldn't recommend starting him at a running back two or one uh he could potentially impact with a solid flex game and then at number three for those without a tight end that they're fully comfortable with starting Tyler Conklin of the New York Jets really having a good rapport with Zach Wilson last week. Uh, they're playing a great catches. Yeah. They're playing a Broncos team that is not great against tight ends, not great defensively, period. Uh, look for him to have a big game on Sunday. Malcolm, who do you have as your top three fantasy football players to watch in week five? All right. So my top three. Uh, fantasy for this that are like sneakily to watch mm -hmm. um first i'll say curtis samuel washington with him you can you can flex him out he gets carries as running back but also as a receiver um they're playing chicago this week uh, on thursday so it should be a fun and easy way if you can pick him up to get a, a couple of easy sneaky points on the flip side you got you got commit uh, Chicago's tight ends. I like running lately. I've been running two double tight ends with Laporta and Komet. Uh, Komet had an explosive game last week. Chicago finally came alive. Even though they lost, they're still losers. But uh, <laughs> the, the main person on offense that's getting most of the points outside of DJ Moore is now Kyle Komet. Yeah. Um, he's starting to get a rapport with him and Justin Fields. And my last pick is Brees Hall from New York Jets. And he's been kind of up and down. He had one game where he was really, really good, and, and they were using him a lot. He's coming back from injury. However, uh, this week they're playing the Denver Broncos, and the number one in giving up rushing yards in the league. Now, that's tilted a little bit because of uh, the way Miami destroyed them. But I feel that the New York Jets are going to start to lean a little bit more on Brees Hall, even though he's splitting carries with Cook. To me, everybody knows that uh, Brees Hall is the home run hitter on that offense when it comes to um, rushing the ball. So if you're able to get Brees Hall, check him out. If you're able to see Komet and you and you want to run a two tight end set or you need another tight end that's available, that's where the offensive production is coming out of Chicago. And uh, Curtis Samuel is 
I like those wide receivers mm-hmm. that get running attack because it's almost like you get sneaky points. You can get roughly around 10 points a game. So if, yeah. you're, if you're struggling and if you're one in three, <laughs> if you need something to get you over the top, um, try some of those guys. Definitely. Those are all good picks. I really like those, Malcolm. And final thing before we get out of here, Thursday night, uh, we've got Bears at Washington Commanders. Malcolm, who do you have winning the game? Do you see your Bears getting a W this season in yes. Washington? Yes, yes. No, what are the, you know, I'm going to say yes. We, <laughs> I, I don't have this team going over. Uh, they can't uh. do it. If not, then <laughs> we truly cool. have swapped all the positions in uh, the NFC North. So they will be those old school. Remember when the Lions lost every game? So <laughs> we don't want that. But if this is a this is a game for them to do it, um, it's at home. I like this team. Oh, no, no. Excuse me. It's at Washington. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. In D.C., <laughs> baby. <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. I would be surprised if they lost because there's a lot of distraction in Washington. And what are you going to do? It's Chocolate City. Um, I still am going to roll with Chicago. And I mean, I literally 10 hours ago, it came out from Sports Illustrated. Here we go. Tell me. That. Matt Eberflus is going to get fired after Thursday night. <laughs> Win or lose, potentially, he's going to get fired. We don't want to do any finger pointing, you know, but uh, you we're talking about the coaching, uh, you're the problem. And uh, if you fire the coach, then <laughs> who else is next? The quarterback when they get Hello. out Caleb Williams. One plus one is two. One. We know where it is. But, but anyway, I got the um, winner lose. He's getting fired. <laughs> I think so. I got the commanders, Malcolm, and I'll give yeah. you why this front four for Washington's incredible. I know, I know. Building it up. I don't think this line for Chicago has a chance. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think Chase Claypool's going to be playing in this game. No, he I got dismissed from the team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I don't think it would mean a big difference either way. Sam Howell's playing well. Terry McLaurin's a all-caliber uh, receiver, definite pro bowler this year. Um, and just the defense. And they just played the Eagles to the to And the I brink. think Brian Robinson Jr. is an incredible back. I have Washington winning by two scores at least. Uh, mm. well, if they, that's the case, they got to do it for the coach. Do it for pride. Play for pride. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, we will be back and better than ever uh, Friday recording. And we will have the episode up Friday night or Saturday. Be on the lookout for this episode you're listening to right now. You've already found it, but it is a Thursday on the release of this episode. But make sure to check out all the sports, the show content and episodes on our Facebook page just the sports the show and make sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast on apple and spotify wherever or wherever you may get your podcast uh but malcolm and i will be back like i said this friday to give you guys our full week five preview of games and action giving you our picks for lockup set and game of the week So be on the lookout for that. 
But as always, for the sports, the show, I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with Malcolm Marzette. And we will catch you guys next time on the sports show. What you say, Nowadays we celebrating more wins than losses Used to be the public enemy, my head was in the target Never thought it would be rap that we living off That was far-fetched, they caught on, now we get the ball I'ma move with vigor till it's rigor mortis Aim for the moon, I bet I hit the stars, for sure The greatest moments in life, they never get recorded We write from experience and we lived it all Fuck with my click and we clicking off. Came to get the cream, it's the umbrella regime. I'm with my main squeeze downtown, eating fine cuisine. Something fly to put my mind at ease. Life's a breeze. Anything less is just a hindrance. Been spitting some shit, the difference is now y'all listening. Live from the mitten, umbrella the biggest. Came from the filth, aim for the kill with it. Yeah, something like amazingly skilled. Sniper when I aim for the kill, aim for the kill. My game is just filled Something like amazingly skilled Amazingly skilled Jim Carrey Brisky Sniper when I aim for the kill They play in the real Persona just stake it Diamond family Through the glitz Glamour Fly fashion Cash and Instagram captions I seen it all And still manage To grab the mic Like a grandmaster PS5 65 plasma Dior robes In my wardrobe Paint splash Custom made Champagne glasses Cartier tactics G-Waggers in traffic Loud make my soul lift up Jubilee, watch the kid work magic If you believe the most hated flow Vince Russo, this that bishop off the rooftop Dog, we got the juice, GQ after the shootout Reload, shots fire again Tire spin, hold the K like a violin Who liver than them? Swan dive in the bottle with gin Blow smoke like a tugboat My whole team dying to win Toss ones, let them fly in the wind Drop gems two at a time <laughs> Game is just built, something like amazingly skilled. They pray it and feel sniper when I aim for the kill. Aim for the kill. My game is just built, something like amazingly skilled. They pray it and feel sniper when I aim for the kill. They play in the real, but only just fake as they steal. My game is just built, something like amazingly skilled. They pray it and feel sniper when I aim for the kill. What you say, what you say, uh Playing a product and the people to pitch it to Apple bags in a small corner store Digital ambition to get it all Cause broke his brother the miserable Death is they daddy if you dumb then you probably Mr. Jewel This is school for fools seeking inspiration A cool master class and murder don't accept no cheap imitation Your chick chasing left her knees with chafing You know the steez after I hit her with D She passed the chase pin, pay the pocket 85ers try to watch it, though they dumb and deaf and got limited sight in they optics. 
get shot moving on some op shit Being on top is the only option You viewed as a flop if you not king Stay on point and niggas be robbing you for your watch ring and choke and chain Know the game, choose a dough over saving the lowest lane That road is lame, hell no we don't flow the same My mark on the track is like parts out of open vein You hope I came to play but I didn't I'm more vicious, catch you eating food for thought Blow your brain on the dishes Another rapper get slain is tradition I had to listen to my intuition To make it out of the flames of hell's kitchen I hear a snake hiss, they disguise it as well wishing I've been around friend or foe and I could tell the difference Getting dirty though off his of old lately been a religion My right palm itching, strong wisdom on rhythm I put it all on the table, I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable Fire at your idol mind, it's me first before they pay you Born king understood I was a guard at day two I put it all on the table, I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable Fire at your idol mind, it's me first before they pay you Born king understood I was a guard at day two Niggas think this shit is sweet, I roam streets with chrome heat And always keep one in the dome piece Fucking with me ain't safe Get caught up at the wrong time At the right place In the right space My trigger finger got the itch My Glock came with the switch I finger fuck this shit cause ice a bitch I keep the honeys coming quick Money coming quicker Got these funny ass niggas feeling real bitter It's the ones that smoke blood switch In the picture Now they wanna grab the gun and come and get ya Trust me Joey won't slip I got the big 4-5 with the hollows loaded in the clip Huh So you better stop looking, listen Cause you don't wanna be a victim of my opposition Bless my enemy and rob him for his ammunition No any weapons formed against me, surely missing, uh I put it all on the table I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable Fire at your idol mind, it's me first before they pay you Born king understood I was a guard at day two I put it all on the table I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable Fire at your idol mind, it's me first before they pay you Born king understood I was a guard at day two Mama's proud, rocking every crowd, standing on stage with our music bumping loud. It's the high. Talk it, talk twin. the back, watching all the moves, that's how I learn to interact, pounds through the mail, I'm downstairs waiting, I can feel it in the air, players outside hating as they watch me get mine, it's all about the grind, put the right foot before the left foot and hit your stride, the rolly hands don't tick tock, soldiers don't flip flop, throw them on the scale, we gon' see if he a big shot, numbers way off, take no days off, fuck your jeweler, better put some money up for when it pours, brought the kids on the tour, Sent them back to school with some jewels you never saw Making sure they seen it all Fresh about the trap, bust the work about the rap Did it with the work, now we do it with the raps Make our mama proud, rocking every crowd Standing on stage with our music bumping loud It's the high Yo, I wake up and count cream Large on the street scene Martin had a dream, I weighed mine 
on a triple beam drop top they thought we was gonna stop trips to burbank testing out crops they waiting for the hide to drop gun smoke i ran out of love to give ain't no more favors if it's money then you could call on the kids let's talk about facts and them rats that you never live how you left your man for dead and after that you jump shit damn Get large. Doing this shit in all uh. sleep, man. It ain't a sad song, though. Go. Hey, yo. Fresh about the trap, bust the work about the rap. Did it with the scales, now we do it with the raps. Make our mamas proud, rocking every crowd. Standing on stage with our music bumping loud. It's the high. Every So you here over here, son? Why don't hit them with the cinematics? Uh, we don't abide by the law, snow when the law by. You a small fry, fry the onions with the wall line. I need that old Ferrari, they had a song cry. How many times a young spumbit hit the wrong? Took a hit, then they met at the moon. I'm at the table with a break and break. Finesse the FJ Lake. My next deal is a check that's blank. All gas, no brakes. Might need an extra tank. My door, I lit the blunt soon as I left the bank. Situations in my head, they keep rerunning. Shit, my phone keep ringing. No, somebody needs something. Rub it down your gums, got your teeth numb. Yeah, drying up the place, son. I made the team function. Cigarettes burning holes.
these other niggas jewelry kit cannot compare They say machine since you got in shit it's not been fair Said I'ma run this shit until I'm in my rocking chair I'm from Buffalo, New York, ain't had too many options there Trap house kitchens, just a couple dirty pots in there Niggas get out of pocket, then you shot the feds And if you lose, you come back later and the block is in I went from break up several ways, we was selling yeah Out that back seat window, my Mac 11 spray Mention my name, I ain't never fade Cause I'm making the kind of money they ain't never made ah. They don't know what I've been through don't even know, man. All this gangsta shit I'm into Four deep riding in the benzo Two cats hanging out the window They don't know what I've been through All this gangsta shit I'm into Four deep riding in the benzo
is a bizarre ride, I stay in touch Trying to tackle these struggles and scar mine All this bludgeon in my memory muscles and archive It be tough, we be banking on luck for long life When they ask you why I give it so much, we on ice Thought it was dusk, I lost sight, saw light On the darkest of nights, I caught fire And know we callin' your bluff, no off nights Jaw tight, on the move for my blood, we hardwired And son, you could do it for hype, it's alright All while, we gon' do it for love, not titles It's true, it's how I grew for them cuts and shark bites War crimes, when we root for the bugs, the guap vital People on my side need a piece of the pie Slice need to suffice is why I'm not idle That's why I be deep in the crisis Just try and keep alive Stop deceiving when you know that's not like you Oh, shit.